Well, um, may I give you just a little bit of background? Uh, students, we, we have 6,600 beds at UCT and 27,000 students. And this is not uncommon. Most universities can only accommodate in their residence system about a quarter uh, of the students that they have. And so you could say, you know, it's a big problem, but uh, we managed it for many years. And uh, the real issue is what was different this year. When students apply to university, they often apply to several universities, two or three universities, and they make a decision at the very last moment about which university place they will actually take. This may be based on how much money they can raise, whether they can afford to go to university in another town or whether they must stay at home, whether they can get bursaries, and whether they actually get an offer in the residence because that will make a difference to where they go. And so as a result, all of us make more offers than we have places for. We over-offer um, because we want to have the maximum number of people coming and, and taking up the, the residences, of course. We want to give the maximum opportunity. And we know that usually about a third uh, will not come. Uh, this year, we've had a number of uh, the, suddenly in the last moment changes, and so we had many more students coming than we had uh, expected, and so we had students that did not have that had offers but did not have accommodation. We have managed that, we think, uh, well, but there were students who we had to accommodate in what we call transit accommodation. So, in other words, we rent accommodation in the private sector. Sometimes these are uh, hostels, and we accommodate the students there while we are waiting to see how much space we have. And uh, eventually, so now, we only have about 50 students left. And these are students, let me emphasize, who were never offered accommodation at UCT. The ones who are left, all the ones that we offered accommodation to have been housed. But there are students that arrive and they think they will find accommodation. They didn't apply for accommodation. They weren't offered accommodation. But they still have nowhere to stay and they struggle to find accommodation. We try to help them with temporary accommodation. So um, I believe that we've managed it uh, fine. We've got down to very few that are left out of some 6,000 students in the residences and another 2,000 that we've placed in private accommodation. We have about 50 who are in the temporary transit accommodation who we are still uh, hoping to place by the end of this week. And as I say, the uh, situation was partly was unexpected. We think that it may have been due to uh, the fees must fall and the campaigns by government to uh, reduce student debt, which meant that students would normally not have been able to return to university because of their debt, could now return and carry on. And also students perhaps who uh, didn't think they could live away from home or uh, afford the fees are now uh, uh, believing that the financial aid system will bail them out or will be able to help them. And so that may account for the higher number of students that have been coming. Dr. Price, uh, the students claim that black students have been excluded from housing on campus. What's your side of that story? That's absolutely a lie. Um, And it makes me really angry, that allegation. Uh, Because, in fact, um, if you look at the actual numbers of the students who are accommodated, those 6,600 students, 75% of them are black students. And that is a higher proportion then there are black students registered at the university. In other words, black students are actually getting preference. And the reason is because we give preference to students on financial aid. 
Uh, we know that private accommodation is more expensive than the residence accommodation, and so the residence accommodation, as I say, is given to financial aid students. And the majority uh, of financial aid students are black students, and so um, uh, we have a clear preference to give to students on financial aid. We don't want a, a residence system that is only poor students, so we don't, uh, we don't restrict it exclusively um, to, to poor students or black students, and I think that would be very bad for the university. We would end up with segregation in the residences and segregation on the campus if, all, if, 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 black, if the residences were only black students and white students all lived outside of that. And, but, um, yeah. And just finally, uh, Dr. Price, uh, the, there were arrests affected this week. Uh, eight people, as we believe, since learned that six of them were current students at UCT. Um, what's going to happen in that regard? So there are the police. So during that night on Tuesday night, when there was vandalism, and uh, a bus and a bucky and a police van were set alight, and uh, some uh, art furniture and artifacts were burnt, and as you said. I mean, one passed most outrageously. Uh, someone or some group uh, threw a petrol bomb into my office, which was destroyed as a result, um, and is really an attack on the management of the institution symbolically, uh, really crossing a line. So the police themselves arrested eight people. They already appeared in court. They are out on bail, uh, and they will be charged with uh, public violence and, and arson. Um, in addition... We uh, are implementing disciplinary charges against the people that we can identify on videos or through witnesses who participated, and if they are found guilty, will in all likelihood be, be expelled, depending on, the, on what it, exactly it was that they did. And in the meantime, we have suspended uh, some, those who are students who, uh, those who are students, and others we have jurisdiction over them, we have suspended, and others we have obtained a court interdict. Uh, to prevent them from coming onto campus and from continuing that sort of activity.